The final season of Power Book 2, Ghost, begins. And for Tariq St. Patrick, it's the moment of truth. In the wake of being betrayed, pushed out of the drug game, and almost killed, Tariq is out for revenge. Will he prove to be like his father and do whatever is to be done to protect his family and his future? Or is he his own man? Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now only on Stars and the Stars app. Black Tech Green Money isn't just about telling the stories of successful black entrepreneurs. It's also about giving actionable and wealth-building strategies that help you protect the future of our communities. That's why we're pleased to be supported by State Farm Insurance. State Farm also believes that we must invest in our communities to achieve economic growth by sponsoring programs like the AXO, which rewards high school students for their academic achievements. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All right, so there we were, cruising through the new open-air zoo, when I realized that the park was closing in like 15 minutes. Luckily, we were in my Nissan Rogue. With its powerful VC turbo engine, well, we had time to see all the animals. Whoa! <laughs> and outrun a few! Drive the Nissan Rogue. Life's messes. Hot, happy mess. I'm Ziri Hall, and this is Hot, Hot happy, happy Mess. Oh, shoot. What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Hot, Happy Mess. I am your host, Zuri Hall, and in today's episode, it is just between you, you, you and, and me. me. Okay? It's a you and me thing. That's right. This is my second solo episode ever. The first one didn't traumatize me enough, didn't scare me enough. I wasn't so afraid to be alone with you guys that I said I wasn't going to ever do it again. Uh, I'm kidding. No, the the, the first solo episode that I ever did, self-love is sexy as big was a really fun one for me to make and and you all really responded to it well and now it's time for us to just kind of go one-on-one a little bit again we are gonna shoot this we're gonna talk love and relationships i'm gonna answer some um hashtag ask zuri questions i'm super excited because this is a segment that we uh touched on kind of hinted at in an earlier episode and we're about to just dive right in and i want more opportunities to talk with you and answer questions that you might have and give you advice that I would very much appreciate you not holding me legally responsible for. Um, I don't know if that's too much to ask, but I'm definitely going to ask anyway. Also, the launch of our top secret, super exclusive group just for the Hot Happy Mess crew. So you got to stay tuned. If you want to get down with the squad and another giveaway announcement because we love giveaways and we're also going to reveal who won the giveaway of our La Maison du Lemay blanket. I'm sorry if I butchered it, but I tried and I feel like I said it with conviction, La Maison du Lemay. <laughs> uh, we're going to announce who won uh, that luxury blanket. It's one of my favorite brands and I have two of those blankets. So we're giving them away. Okay. Uh, but before we get into that, I want to just remind you really quickly, we 
need and love and appreciate reviews. They seriously help so much more than I realized when I first started it, started the podcast, but it's, it's important. It helps us with, you know, analytics. It helps us with exposure. It helps us with getting seen. It tells, you know, I heart and the other powers that be in the Wizard of Oz, wherever they are. Um, it tells them that y'all are listening and loving the show. Uh, so let's tell them that you're listening and loving, shall we? If you can just leave a review, it would be so appreciated. If it was a five-star review, it'd be even more appreciated. Um, and you can check out our Instagram if you need a step-by-step tutorial on how to leave a review, assuming you have Apple Podcasts at the very least. I think Spotify can too. Uh, happy mess on Instagram, okay? So y'all know that I love relationships and dating and and the psychology of love. That is the middle of this this latest series that we're in. It's one of my favorite topics. I am fascinated by the psychology behind our minds and our quote unquote hearts in that sense. Um, And if you've missed an episode of this love and relationship series, you can go to hothappymess.com. Listen, check out the show notes, catch up. Okay, so I promise y'all that... We had a super cool, exclusive, new, sexy group just for the Hot Happy Mess gang. This, you know, what I love most about this community we're building is it's not just a podcast. Uh, It's a lifestyle. It's a movement. Um, It is a true community. And it's been so awesome to start to see you all share your stories, uh, not just with one another, but also with me um, sharing your stories on the actual show. You know, we have some really cool real woman stories coming up. So I want you to go on over to our new Facebook group, our secret sexy Facebook group, and you can join us every week. We're going to be dishing on the latest podcast episodes. I'm going to be hopping in there, answering your questions. You can ask me anything. I want to see your feedback on the on the recent episodes, what you want to hear more of. And then also outside of the episodes, you're just going to be over there talking and kicking it and having fun and building community and chatting about daily life hacks and your favorite TV shows. Uh, what can we expect for season two of Bridgerton? Because yes, I I am one of the hive and, um, you know, just talking. No topics off limits. OK, you get to meet the ladies of the group chat and myself in real life. Well, technically, as much as you can meet us virtually, <laughs> but we will be engaging and talking with y'all. It's kind of like a long distance brunch. You feel me? Like, just pour your own mimosa. I don't know if you're if you doing the bottomless situation. Like, I don't know what the budget's looking like. I don't know if you're doing the extra guac. Just bring a drink and a snack and pull up a chair so that we can hang virtually. And you never know. We also are going to have exclusive giveaways that are open only to our exclusive Facebook group. The key word here is exclusive. exclusive. Have I told you how exclusive it is? Are you sick of me yet? Don't answer that. Just, I'm sorry. We're going to switch gears right now, okay? But before we dive in, just remember that you can send in your questions for career, life, romance, the petty of it all, just all the petty, or if you just have a really wild story or confession you want to share, okay? So just drop us a line, hello at hothappymess.com, or eventually you can leave us a voice note because we're working on hashtag tech. Stay tuned. In the meantime, it is time for... 
First up, Bria says, Hi, Zuri. My name is Bria, and I absolutely love your podcast. I found it randomly early in December by looking for podcasts to listen to on my 45-minute commute to work. I turned 28 in December, and I just feel like I'm not where I would like to be in life. Do you have any advice, or maybe you can talk about it on an episode about not feeling accomplished the older we get, especially as women? I feel like there is a ticking time bomb on expectations like marriage, children, careers, and such. I would really love to hear from you. Thank you and the ladies on your show for creating such relatable, entertaining content with a little heart emoji. Oh, Bria, thank you so much. I'm so glad you're loving the podcast. Um, I'm so glad you asked this question. Really quickly, y'all, I just want you to know, honest to God, I promise you, I'm not making this up. These are the first times I'm seeing these questions as I read them. I haven't even scrolled down to the next one. So also, if it sucks, then sorry. It's just coming from my head and my heart in the moment. Um, But Bria, back to your question. Um, First of all, 28 is, to me, like you're just getting started, girl. It is the prime of your life. I will say I understand what you feel um, about not feeling like you are where you need to be. And, you know, I've said that sometimes to people and they'll say, oh, well, what do you mean? You're doing this or your job is this or you just flew here. Um, And in that space, yeah, there's a lot that I have accomplished and that I love. There's certainly way more that I still want to do. Um, But it's not just about career, right? I've talked about different pillars of life and how we have to equally raise up and build each of those pillars family, friends, uh, hobbies, um, physical activity, career. Otherwise, when one pillar shakes, we're kind of screwed. And so I, I want you to know that I understand in different ways. Bria, you're talking about not feeling accomplished. Um, I don't know if you mean necessarily in career or in professional spaces, but you're right. With women, there are so many ticking time bombs and it's such just like, patriarchal BS, honestly, particularly when it comes to the marriage, children, and careers, I feel the same. Girl, I feel the same now. Like, I am 32 right now. I will be turning 33 later this year. Shout out to my Geminis. And at the time of this recording, I am in a great relationship with a man that I love very much, but I'm not engaged. I'm obviously not married. I don't have kids, you know? I really dedicated the first 10 years of my young adulthood to grinding and to work. And, you know, one day I looked up and this is the last few years and suddenly I was starting to hear the whisper for for things in other departments where in my 20s, I didn't really feel the the need, the urge, the, like, it was like, yeah, that'd be cool. And one day I want to do all those things. I want to get married. I want to have kids. I love kids. But I wasn't like, you know overly thinking about it. And then one day you look up and it's like, all your friends are getting married or doing this thing. And I never felt the pressure because I was always a person who was like, what's for me is for me. But I understand, even though for me, I would see friends getting married or having kids and I would be happy for them and be like, oh my gosh, that's awesome. But I would also be like, I am not ready for that. Now I'm excited and I'm ready for that stuff once the time is right and I'm not forcing it, but it can be really hard when the people around you um, have expectations, right? What I hope you will remember is that when it comes to not feeling accomplished, you really, I would encourage you to check in with your core values, what gives you a sense of accomplishment, even in the day. Like if I run or hell, if I just put on some leggings and my heart rate goes 
up even slightly for more than 15 minutes, that gives me a sense of accomplishment because I hate working out. (laughs) And I've learned that it is important to carve out small moments and small opportunities to feel accomplishment. We can't always be constantly looking for the next big, bright, obvious Instagram announcement of accomplishment because there's so much life lived in the middle of those moments and it would be a shame to waste it. So it's like, what can I do? What lights me up? What excites me? What, when I'm done doing it, am I proud of? Um, Whether it's reading a new book and actually finishing it. Y'all know that's accomplishment for me because I stay reading half a book. Like I said, getting a little bit of cardio, small, personal, manageable wins. That is something that is so important. And particularly for millennials, you know, I was reading an an article recently. As a matter of fact, hold on, I want to pull it up. You know, recent trend reports in the last few years have talked about the fact that people are craving manageable, small wins. You know, it's it's just one of those things where we get so caught up being told by the world, right, that we have to chase our best life, best life, best life. And I am all about the best life because Lord knows I'm out here chasing mine. But I think the more important thing is redefining what best means is best what society tells you it should be, Bria? Is it, you know, certain career accomplishment? Otherwise, it's not deemed worthy of applause. That might be true externally, but really, I would encourage you to sit down with yourself the same way I had to sit down with myself and say, what makes me proud? What am I happy that I've accomplished or done, even if nobody else cares or is impressed by it. And while I do do a lot that is, you know, achievement that outwardly gets acclaim or accomplishment or acknowledgement, a lot of the work that I do that I feel most accomplished by is the self-work, which has now manifested in Hot Happy Mess. But I was really proud of myself the the weeks or the months that I had committed to therapy when I finished that self-help book and actually had some takeaways uh, similar to like Attached, which I brought up in a recent episode about attachment theory. Um, Finishing that book and realizing, wow, I poured into myself. I gave myself something. Who cares if nobody else knows that I ever did this? Who cares if this isn't the promotion at work that I'm gunning for or the side hustle that I wanted to launch? These were small things that still gave me a sense of accomplishment. So I would encourage that, first of all. And then when it comes to, you know, the topic of marriage, children, et cetera, one thing, take uh, comfort, okay, because I'm taking comfort in it, in the fact that things take longer than people realize, and you have more time, God willing, than we sometimes feel like in our 20s. In my 20s, I felt like that was it. If it didn't happen then, it wasn't going to happen. If it didn't happen then, it wasn't worth happening. I wanted to be great in my 20s and doing this and this and that. And the truth is, I didn't even really step into my own power and who I fully Zuri Hall was until my late 20s. It was around 28. You know, I was in a relationship that I ended. Gosh, my numbers and math are so bad, y'all. Um... I was around your age. (laughs) I think I was 29. And then I was suddenly single for the first time in a long time. And I'll be honest, I had that moment of, should I freeze my eggs? Like I'm newly single. I'm not stressed about that. I was honestly, I was real excited to be single and just be out and mixing and mingling. Um, But I was nervous and a little bit, you know, in my head about the tech 
technicality of it all, the biology of it all. I don't mind being out having fun, dating and stuff. I enjoy that process. But that doesn't mean that these ovaries are going to just be out in these streets with us forever, pretending like we don't have a, a, a literal biological clock, which is a bummer for us ladies. Um, But I had those concerns too. And I thought about freezing my eggs at that time. And I did not, but I felt that pressure. And then I decided, you know, what is for me is for me. I will seriously consider this whole egg freezing thing in a year if I'm still completely single and just really want to start to prepare other options for myself. Um, But in the meantime, I'm going to fully immerse myself in the exact moment I am in and just see what that brings me. So instead of overly harping on what I didn't have, which to be honest, I didn't want at the time, which was, you know, a a long-term relationship now, a a partner, a a husband, a a baby daddy, because I'm having kids. Um, Instead of being worried about not having that, I fully immersed myself and I am single. The world is mine. Whatever I want, wherever I want to go, whoever I want to be with, I can. And I welcomed each day with a sense of excitement and wonder. I was reading The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes and truly, literally saying yes to things that I otherwise wouldn't. Y'all, I ended up at Burning Man with a great group of people, but that I had really just met probably a few months before that. Had the time of my life. I laughed. I cried. I grew what felt like a year in three days on the ground in Black Rock City camping. But those moments and memories were because I said yes to the moment in the chapter I was in, even if it wasn't the chapter I thought I'd be in. I was one of many who thought, you know, when I was in high school and in college, oh yeah, I'll probably, I'll wait to get married. You know, I'll be engaged by probably like 24, 25. I'm going to take my time, LOL. And, you know, married by 26, probably pop out my first kid. I'm thinking 27. And I really just want to knock out two to four, kind of back to back to back so that I can snap back by 35. So I'm thinking knock out most of the kids by 30, maybe 32 at the very latest. Y'all, I'm 32 now. Ain't got no baby. (laughs) Ain't got no no family. Ain't got no miles to feed except my own. And I love it for now. Um, Ain't got no dependents. And in my original plan for my personal life, I was supposed to have checked all those boxes by now. I'm only just now entering that phase in that chapter where I'm about to start checking those boxes. And it's exciting. And I'm so glad I waited now because I'm looking up in my early 30s and realizing, wow, if I'd made lifetime commitments and choices earlier, in my, you know, 20s, not to knock anyone who did. But for me in my life, if I'd made choices based on who I was then, I wouldn't be able to make the choices that I'm making now more fully informed, slightly more emotionally mature, um, more humble and, and open to the universe and God and what he has for me as opposed to what I wanted or thought would be. And so I'm really excited because the blessing in disguise was it's all been worth the wait. And I see now what I waited for. So I would just encourage you to not be discouraged. Trust the process. Trust the timing of your life. Um, As cliche or frustrating as that can be to hear sometimes. And know that you're not alone. Know that um, other people are going through that same, what the heck am I doing? 
that you are going through. I go through that on any given day, I promise you. At least once every few months, I have a what the hell am I doing moment. (laughs) What is it all for? Do I need to start over again? So know that. There's one quote that I love so much and I've seen floating around on Instagram and Twitter and it says, no, but seriously, normalize finding love in your 40s. Normalize discovering and chasing new dreams in your 30s. Normalize finding yourself and your purpose in your 50s. Life doesn't end at 25. Let's stop acting like it does. And if that is not a word, then I don't know what it is, okay? Trust it. Trust the process. Enjoy where you are. And keep listening to Hot Happy Mess, you know? We can find the magic in the middle of those messes. Just be present in the meantime. I hope that helps a little bit. More than anything, I'm just trying to offer comfort and reassurance that you are not alone in that. And you have so much life left to live. Okay? Be gentle with yourself. Be kind with yourself. I'm sending you so much love. The final season of Power Book 2 Ghost is here, and no one's future is safe. After surviving a hit on her life, Monet, played brilliantly by Mary J. Blige, has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live. And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides, loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt and his family's safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like father, like son. Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T, connecting changes everything. Limited time offer requires 0% APR, 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers, other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. All right, Sarah. Sarah says, hi, Zuri. I love the podcast and can't wait to keep following your journey. My question, I often hear people say, be friends with people who inspire you. 
be in the room with people who you look up to, or if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. So I guess I want to know how to get in these rooms. How do you find friend groups that inspire you? Can't wait to hear your answers. Oh, that's a really great question. Wow. Hmm, Let me think for a second. To that, the first thing I would say, you know, I'll talk a little bit about maybe how to get in the rooms, which right now is more like how to get in the Zoom chat or the video call because we're not really uh, mixing and mingling in person as much. But when it comes to friend groups that inspire me, that is really important for me. And as you have seen, you know, I've shared some of my best friends with you all, some of my really close friends uh, via the group chat. And you've gotten to know those amazing, beautiful women in my life. And it's really important. And what's really interesting to note with the group chat, um, and particularly my closest best friends, some of whom are on the show and some of whom are not, um, is that the truest and closest friends in my life have all been in my life for 10 years plus. And I'm an advocate for new friends and old friends. So I'm not a no new friends person, not really. Um, I believe that you have to earn trust with with friendships and things like that. Um, But I'm one of those people who is very much about that day one life. Like the people who've been rocking with me, I want to continue to rock with me and vice versa. Like my loyalty will always be unwavering to the people who have held me down and I've held them down since before anybody else was messing with any of us or impressed by anything that we had going on. You know, I'm thinking of my friends. Yeah, like my five best friends are all 10 plus years at this time, which is something I'm really grateful for. When it comes to finding friend groups like that, technology is your friend. Like I used to think it was kind of weird and I didn't, especially on Instagram, like I didn't understand genuinely. Like girls would like, heart my my photos or like comment under stuff and I'd be like oh that's so nice or that's so sweet and then I would like like their comments and kind of like keep it moving or something and it was only in hindsight once I realized like oh people are really out here on Instagram using these platforms to connect and network I just kind of like threw my photos up and went on about my day looked at nice photos double tapped them and went about my day um so I was kind of late to the party to the realization of people are connecting on Instagram and not just in the romantic slide in the DMs way but also in the um, women supporting women way. And it's been really cool on Instagram uh, as I've connected with other, not just TV hosts, but like-minded women, whether it's, you know, our, our social perspective or our nonprofit and charitable work or the fact, you know, that we're uh, women of color in television. But it's been really great to connect and build, you know, friendly digital relationships in that way. So I would encourage you to take the opportunity to use Twitter and Instagram, these social platforms, not just to follow people you might know, um, or, you know, hashtag goals, but also people who are kind of climbing up with you, who are around you. I did a fireside chat with Leslie Odom Jr. just the other day, and he said something really interesting to me um, that I apparently he said Issa Rae had told him, I think, or, or had said to someone and he'd heard it, which was the advice of, you know, people are always trying to manage up or look up. Like, how who can I connect with that's gonna help me 
get to where I'm trying to go who's above me already. And she was basically saying, look around. These are the people who will come up in the industry with you. These are the people who will come up in organizations with you. So um, reach out instead of up. So, you know, stumble into using those hashtags, connecting with women and men who are like-minded. And even if it's a digital friendship and a digital space, that's still space to to be inspired. So I would encourage you to do that. Um, When it comes to getting in the room, if you're talking about professionally, I highly recommend LinkedIn, y'all. People sleep on LinkedIn. I got on there the other day and was like, wait, when did it become so lit? And why didn't I get the invitation? People are just out there posting statuses and they got photo updates and carousels. I'm just like, when did all of this happen? I was, I did not get the software update. Thanks. But I'm loving it. So I'm actually, I, I engage on LinkedIn every now and then now. And um, it's a good way to get connected. And you don't have to, again, just have it be someone who can hire you. Um, You can meet colleagues. You can meet people with similar interests um, and bond over groups. They have different professional organizations with groups so that you can chat about um, your industry, not just on LinkedIn, but on Facebook with those different groups. And then also, hot, happy mess, babe. We've got the exclusive secret Facebook group. So go join that hot, happy mess and connect with the rest of the gang. And hopefully friendships spring from that too. We've also got an upcoming episode called Girlfriend's Guide to Breakups, where we're going to talk about, you know, friendship breakups, how to build strong friendships. And also in the future, we're going to dive into women friendships and how, how we make those friends. So obviously stick around for more episodes of Hot Happy Mess coming soon. Um, but it, it's it's hard sometimes. Like I've been in LA for six years now, at least almost seven. And it was really tough to build friendships because you don't always trust people's motives. And um, it's a city of social climbers. I will speak straight up. And I am from Ohio. And like I said, I've had the same friends for an eternity at this point. And I appreciate new friends. But I think over the first few years of being in LA and starting and going into friendships with an open heart and then realizing, oh, they were there for this. Or, oh, once they realized there was nothing to be gained, there was no interest left in, you know, sustaining or building true friendship. So I kind of got cool on that. But I, I've been blessed to find my core, like tight-knit group of girls out here. But that took years and years to cultivate. And it's the same as dating, right? You know, Uh, I had to go out with a whole lot of guys to realize which guys I liked and which guys I didn't. And then to finally decide and choose one. But it was because I I went through all of those other experiences. So you're going to have to go through testing out friendships, getting to know people, and then risking being hurt or being let down because that's what vulnerability is. But that's also how intimacy is built and not just in a romantic way. Um, and then also try Bumble BFF. I actually did the app years ago um, when I was first in LA and trying to make new friends. And I actually went on a, a little a date, a friend date <laughs> with um, a girl that I matched with on Bumble BFF. And we got drinks, hung out. She was super sweet. We never hung out again, but she was nice. And she thought I was nice and we met you. And then we it just got away from us. We never did. But that could be a cool way for, for you to connect also. So happy connecting and don't forget to join our secret Facebook group. All right, next up, Monet. Listen, I'm going to need y'all in my life today and forever. (laughs) I want a support team like no other, and I'm willing to relocate with my two sons. Learning who I really am and trying to make sure all three of us is happy and healthy is all that matters at this point, and I'm willing to risk it all to find it. What are your views on relocating to a place where you know no one and no support where you're trying to move to? 
Wow, that's a big one. Well, I love that you are just so down for whatever it is uh, to create the best life for you and your two boys. Um, Honestly, I'm a big advocate for relocating to a place where no one knows me and, you know, can support what I'm trying to do or where I'm trying to go. Because that's all I ever did in my 20s. I was out. I would drop a mic so fast and be like, y'all don't got to understand. Y'all will get it. In, in in retrospect, it is important to have a circle or a support team, I'd say, just to keep updated and, and kind of talk you through the emotional aspect of such a big move. You know, when I first left Ohio uh, after I graduated, I bounced around. So I was in Indiana. So the first move was just next door. Then I went back to Dayton, Ohio or went to Dayton. I'm from Toledo. And then I moved the biggest move I've, I'd ever made. And I was 24, and I got offered a job to co-anchor the evening news in Dallas, Texas. And I was afraid. Like, that was the first move that didn't just excite me. It kind of gave me a a weird gut flip. Um, I felt good about it, and I knew it was what I needed for myself for that next step on the the resume. But that was—Texas is its own little country, y'all. And and it is so far away from Ohio. And it was nothing I'd ever known. I'd never spent time there in that way. Uh, But I took the leap of faith, and I booked a one-way flight to Dallas. I started fresh. I knew absolutely no one. One tip I have is you'd be surprised, particularly with Facebook, etc., just how easy it is to connect connect with acquaintances or people who just have a few degrees of separation from you and be like, drop a location, put a type of location in Facebook and use technology to your advantage in that way. Find support groups or local communities on the ground in the city where you're moving and just dive in there. I had a few friends, everyone knew I was moving to Dallas. So I was like, hey, y'all, send me recommendations. If y'all have friends or good people, you know, I don't care if I've never met them, give me their numbers and, you know, I'll try to start putting out feelers to build new friendships. Um, So that helped. And through you know, a friend of a friend of a friend, met a couple of really great girls down there in Dallas who I still keep in touch with to this day and um, really dove into work. I was moving there for a job, met one of my best friends still to this day there. He and I were co-anchoring together. And that's a friendship that now has, has gone 10 years. And all of that springs from starting over, starting fresh. And then as much as I love Dallas, I was there for only 10 months. My goal was national by 25. And I got that job offer in New York. So I packed up and I left. And it was a weird feeling because I loved my time in Dallas, but I just knew what my end goal was. And so even when my family back home in Ohio or acquaintances would be like, are you sure you don't want to just stay in Dallas? It's going so well. And this could be next for you there. And then this, it's like, I just trusted my gut and my heart and I knew people would get it on the back end. And so that was it. So even if no one you feel like is supporting you, if you know you got you, which it sounds like you know that, that's all you need, honestly. I truly believe that. You know, obviously we've all been living through a pandemic at this point, which has strengthened a lot of our long distance relationships, whether it's with family, platonic friends. Um, We're being reminded that we can lean on people virtually and via technology. So it's, it's not quite as important if the people aren't on the ground with you in that city anymore. And then, yeah, like I said, utilize social media, Facebook groups, join Hot Happy Mass. See, we got some people in the city you trying to pack up for, but I would encourage you to do it. If it, if it's on your heart to do and it feels right to you, you can always begin again. Matter of fact, y'all know I love a quote. So here we go. And I like this because it 
is so applicable at any age, but particularly as we get older, you know, I've had moments where I'm like, oh, I'm too old now to start over or do this now or pivot in this way. And I've stopped doing that. As long as I'm alive, there is an opportunity to pivot, to evolve, to be a different Zuri than I was yesterday. And it's the same for you. You Every day that you wake up, you have this amazing opportunity to be whoever you want to be and to decide to no longer be whoever you no longer want to be. As woo-woo as that is, it truly is as simple as waking up and deciding. Deciding to be a different thing, to think a different way, to interact with the people around you differently than you did the day before. The quote that I'm talking about is by F. Scott Fitzgerald, and he says, for what it's worth, oh, I did read this actually a few episodes ago, um, maybe the one about, is it time to pivot? But it goes, for what it's worth, it's never too late, or in my case, too early to be whoever you want to be. There's no time limit. Start whenever you want. You can change or stay the same. There are no rules to this thing. We can make the best or the worst of it. I hope you make the best of it. I hope you see things that startle you. I hope you feel things you've never felt before. I hope you meet people who have a different point of view. I hope you live a life you're proud of. And if you're not, I hope you have the courage to start over again. Monet, it sounds like you have the courage. So if you decide to start over again, I wish you all the best, all the luck and love in the world. Go on, do the move, girl. Hire movers. That's my one <laughs> recommendation. Because <laughs> all the times I didn't, I mostly just ended up in tears, sobbing over boxes for the first two weeks. Next up, Casey, maybe Cassie. I think Casey with a K. Hi, Zuri. I need your help. I'm so fucking pissed. Damn. Ooh, coming out swinging. What's going on? I just found out my boyfriend has cheated on me multiple times. I admit I had a feeling, so I checked his phone and saw, ooh, so much ass and titties. I'm petty, so I want to do something drastic to get payback. Hey, especially because he don't know I know. So should I be the bigger person or can I activate my inner Angela? By the way, we live together and I should get an award for how I'm smiling. Smiling through the pain, this really sucks, sis. First of all, let me tell you, I understand. Just know that I understand. I feel your pain. I feel you, okay? You have every right to be pissed, every right to be upset. Also, screw this idiot, not literally, in the most figurative sense of the word, for being dumb enough to step out on you, let alone more than once. I respect the FBI game. <laughs> um, here's the thing. Bravo. I'm going to give you the Golden Globe. I'm going to give you the Oscar for smiling through the pain because I know how hard it is to try to put on a brave face when you are breaking inside because I have certainly had to do that. A part of me, look, I'm a Gemini. A part of me says activate the inner Angie. You feel me? Get your best set on. Light the car up and don't look back. However... What we don't want is for you, my good sister, to catch a case over this fool. So what we can't do, <laughs> what we can't do is end up behind bars because he was the one doing dumb shit in the first place. Um, because you, you, he doesn't deserve you and you don't deserve the repercussions of anything that he might, you know, counteract. He might see your petty and raise you a petty. You feel me? And then actually, I don't know y'all's relationship, your dynamic. Are y'all the type to like call the police and then hang up and be like, never mind. I don't know. So hopefully it's it's something that's not crazy, crazy like that. Like that's really intense. And in all seriousness, if at any point 
you don't feel safe or you feel like it's it's a problem, by all means, walk away from the relationship. Don't even engage. Don't even try to prove a point. Just get the hell out of there. But it sounds like he's just being a, a douchebag, like a typical douchebag who's cheating. I'm not mad at a little payback. What are we thinking, Casey or Cassie? Ooh, because girl, I'm petty too. Okay, let's think through this. What can we do? Oh my God, I want to confess something that I did that was so petty once. Oh God, I want to confess it, but I don't know if I should confess it. Okay, this is what I'll tell you. I don't know if I'm ready to confess my petty moment, but I will say this. I have had petty. And what I did in the moment when I was trying to decide if I should be petty with the payback because I had found out that I was being lied to in a very significant way and being disrespected in a very significant way. Um, I One thing that I did, <laughs> before I did one thing that I did, I called my best friend. I called one of my day ones, okay? Ashley, y'all know her from the group chat. Ashley, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And I called her before I was going to do it. So basically what I'm recommending is that you reach out to a best friend who not just knows you, but also knows your dude and his likelihood of petty retaliation. (laughs) You know, like you just need someone you trust and love to help you play this through. So for me, that person was Ashley. So I hopped on the phone and I was like, girl, she was like, girl. I was like, girl. She was like, girl. I was like, girl. So then I was like, okay, we doing this. (laughs) And she was like, after everything that you have been through, after what you put up with, after what you found out, hell yeah, do it. And I was like, okay, because I want to do it now, but I just don't want, tell me if I'm tripping. Talk me off this ledge if I regret this. Talk me off this ledge if I'm bigger than this, if I'm better than this. (laughs) But I ain't trying to be bigger or better right now. And she was like, nah, we'll say bigger and better for another day. And you got to get that from someone you trust because someone you don't trust will just be out here setting you up for failure, telling you anything and low-key probably hoping that you fall on your face or that it comes to bite you in the butt. So you can't trust everybody, okay? This has to be someone in your circle of trust. But I know she has my back. She knows I have hers. We just riding this thing till the wheels fall off together, this thing called life. And so when she said, nah, you deserve that moment of petty, I did it. I'm not gonna tell you what I did, but I did it. So I would say, and ooh, it felt good. Ooh, it felt good, girl. I'm, ooh. So just talk it out with the bestie. It felt so good. And let me tell you, to this day, one of the best decisions I ever made in regards to that situation. I think about it and I think about how I almost didn't choose petty. And I just thank God, even though he is up there shaking his head, I know. But it was small. It wasn't anything that caused any harm or anything like bad, bad like that. But it was a nice little figurative twist of the knife. And it was the least of what should have been sent his way. So that's what I'll say about that. I don't regret it. I'm glad I did it. Sometimes I think about it and I just get glad all over again in a small smile cracks on my face. So just let me keep it real with you. You might feel that on the other side, okay? Um, but in all seriousness, I am sorry that it sucks and that you're going through this pain because I've I've felt that before. And it's hard, but know that you will come out on the other side. And as painful as it might be right now, it won't last forever. And the sooner you can cut the dead weight, the sooner that you let go of this guy and his toxicity and his lies, you free yourself up for all the good things to come your way, to shift your energy, to love and pour into yourself, focus on yourself. And then that energy goes out there. And then when you're ready, 
Oh, Lord. Y'all, this is how y'all know I live by that Oprah advice she gave me because she said this almost word for word to me a few years ago. Um, but when you're ready, like I am, I'm living proof of that. That person will show up. And in the meantime, enjoy being single, girl. You have clearly gone through it and you deserve to just go be great. Treat yourself, indulge, love on yourself, and that'll help you not just smile through the pain, but truly get through it. And I'm, I'm sending you love. I'm thinking of you. I know that's tough, but you'll bounce back, no doubt. The final season of Power Book 2 Ghost is here, and no one's future is safe. After surviving a hit on her life, Monet, played brilliantly by Mary J. Blige, has to reckon with what led her to almost lose everything and to atone for the life she has forced her children to live. And on the other side of the coin, Davis, portrayed by the multi-talented Method Man, is suspended and on the verge of losing his law license. Desperate to survive, he fully embraces the criminal underbelly of his enterprise and finds himself working for both sides, loyal to whichever one benefits him most. And then, of course, there's Tariq, who finds himself at rock bottom and facing threats from every angle. With his future in the game in serious doubt and his family's safety on the line, will he lean into the St. Patrick name and do whatever has to be done to get back on top? Like father, like son. Power Book 2, Ghost, the final season. Watch now, only on Stars and the Stars app. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more, connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and an Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T, connecting changes everything. Limited time offer requires 0% APR, 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot, and every dribble is immediately, undeniably consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, real blood, and real tears. Trust me, I know what it takes to bring home a championship ring. The regular season is tough, but these games are a completely different level. Now is the time when legacies are made. The best team will bring home the Larry O'Brien Trophy and add their name to basketball history. Will we see a battle between marquee franchises or will we see a new champion crowned? Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year? Their year. These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. All right. Tiffany. This is the last one. Tiffany says, Hey, Zuri. In September, I bought my first house and my partner moved in around November to save money. Their lease was up. And because our long-term plan is marriage... But it's been a few months and I'm going crazy. This is my second time living with a significant other. The first time we were roommates that started dating and it was okay, but not the greatest. Also, it was straight out of college, so different expectations. But now I'm a bit more seasoned and I like things a certain way and my partner is driving me insane. My biggest complaint is the laundry. I'm not sure how, but although we're in a pandemic and are hardly going places, we're doing so much laundry. I mean, I'm doing so much laundry. (laughs) 
Actually, I feel like I'm doing the bulk of the housework and my partner is just coasting by on their good looks. They do stuff like take out the trash and fill the dishwasher, but it's like I'm living with a teenager. I'm at my wit's end. Clothes go in the hamper, put the cat back on the toothpaste, fold the laundry and put it away. Not just yourself. Zuri, girl, help me. I don't know if I'm making sense, but I'm going to lose my shit. Ooh, Tiffany, I can feel it from miles away. You are on edge about this. And I understand that. I would be too if I was annoyed. Okay, so I'm going to keep it all the way real with y'all, as I always do. Um, Remember the whole hot, happy mess of it all? (laughs) The mess is in there for a reason. I am the mess, guys. So I literally, Tiffany, I am speaking to you as allegedly, if you let my boyfriend Sean tell it, but I really don't think it's 100% this way. Um, But honestly, no, it's not. When I think about it, he is just as, he's not just as, but he can be kind of messy. Like he'll like leave stuff around a little bit, but I definitely do it way more. And I just have a bunch of crap. Like I think I'm low-key a hoarder. And with me, I will say this. If your partner is someone who can just live with all the chaos or just like things piling up in corners, then they can live with it. And if you just sit there and you're being passive aggressive or just hoping one day they'll realize it, girl, I'm gonna tell you right now, they won't. They won't. Because I won't. I'll just keep on moving. I'll look at that whole little pile of clothes and be like, well, that's there. So one, I would recommend, I don't know, um, you know, if you guys have broached the conversation, but if you haven't broached the conversation, you should just bring it up straight up because the passive aggressiveness, they probably won't catch on to. If anything, it'll annoy them. And the script for me, it's like, if, if you're, you're coming to me, I would love to hear, hey, look, like I'm excited about us having moved in together. I know that marriage is something down the road and we're, we're kind of planning for our future. So, you know, I just kind of want to talk about the ground rules, right? Like, I think it would be great if we could lay a foundation for what we want our home life together to be like. What are the expectations around, um, you know, domestic work, cleaning up, this and that? I think it would be really great if we could work out a system to kind of evenly divide the labor. Uh, What do you think about that? How do you feel about that? It would be awesome if you could help me out by doing this a little more often. Or the last time you did that, I really appreciated it. This is how much it helps me. It'd be so great if, if like we could get into a rhythm like that. If your partner is coasting on their good looks, it sounds like, well, then girl, you gonna have to not let them coast on the good looks. Don't look in their eyes when you tell them to to do the laundry. Um, but I think you should sit down and have a serious but loving conversation. And it doesn't have to be antagonistic. Try your best to calm down and be chill beforehand and come from a place of love and appreciation for what your partner does do. You know, bring up the fact they're taking out the trash, even if that's the only damn thing they're doing. Say you appreciate it and would really love to see a little more of this or this, you know? So hopefully just telling your partner that straight up will help, but you gotta do it. Because if y'all are talking about marriage, it's only going to get worse. You're only going to get more comfortable with one another and you're only going to get driven more crazy. So 
<laughs> Godspeed to you. I'm sorry that you're living with a, a me. <laughs> I've gotten better. And also, I'm just, for me, it's more like a organized chaos. Like, I just have stacks of books and papers everywhere. And I do let, like, even my clean coat clothes just, like, pile up for the longest before I'll get to folding them sometimes. But I don't know what your budget's looking like. But you could also you know, maybe talk to your partner about going halvesies on um, like a house cleaning service. Even if it's not every week, maybe just every other week or once a month. And so that person or those people can come in. You could do an app like Handy I've used before. This is not sponsored. I've just really used them. Uh, Molly Maids, etc. And uh, they can come in and do one big deep clean once a month or, you know, once every two weeks, do the laundry or whatever it is. And then if your partner isn't willing to cough it up physically because they're being lazy or they just don't like doing that stuff, maybe they're willing to to cough it up and compensate financially, um, which is more my perspective. I'm like, I'd rather pay for it and get it done. And then I don't have to hear you uh, yelling at me or being mad at me about this then me have to do it. <laughs> so I'd rather my pocket hurt than my back while I'm bending over the sink trying to do these dishes. Good luck to you though. <laughs> All right. That's it for this round of Ask Three. I hopefully it helps a little bit. Uh, make sure you guys send your submissions if you have anything that you'd like me to give advice on. Email us hello at hothappymess.com. Slide in our DMs on Instagram at hothappymess. And or make sure you go hang with us um, on the new super exclusive Hot Happy Mess Facebook page. We've got the group going over there. So join the conversation. And I'm excited to announce the winner of our giveaway for the luxury fringe brand La Maison de la Mai. Meg Anken, that's M-E-G-O-N-K-E-N, a.k.a. the Midwest Millennial. So congratulations. You're going to get that luxurious blanket, cruelty-free, so gorgeous, one of my favorites. Um, Such an awesome French Luxe brand. So congratulations. And keeping with the theme of luxury, you know, we just wrapped up Black History Month, but Black History is being made all day, every day, every month. Uh, And as we wrap up Black History Month and the month of love we want to partner with we are partnering with a really really sexy super dope lingerie company called love vera their instagram is at shop love vera v-e-r-a and we're giving one of our listeners a 100 gift card okay it's not too late to enter the giveaway um depending on when you're listening to this it closes friday march 12th at 11:59 eastern uh, so just head on over to our instagram account and you can win a $100 gift card to Love Vera. It's a black owned lingerie brand that is inclusive for all sizes and all skin tones. And Love Vera is approved by none other than Queen B herself. You hear me? And the brand has been featured in Vogue recently. And I just, uh, they have really sexy laces and, and lingerie of all different flesh tones. And I love flesh-toned lingerie, not just obviously because it hides well under certain fabrics, but then I love like a sheer blouse moment with a collar and buttons. And so I kind of like when I get like a flesh-toned bra that kind of peeks out a little bit underneath. So go over there and get you a $100 gift card, maybe. Just got to enter the giveaway, okay? Instagram, at Hot Happy Mess. Go check out the post with a lingerie that says giveaway and enter. Hot Happy Mess. Okay.
Okay, that is it for this episode of Hot Happy Mess. Make sure you join our exclusive new group on Facebook. I can't wait to meet more of you guys and have tons of fun over there. Keep these conversations going. Last week, I chatted with Mina Harris. She is the CEO and creator of Phenomenal. And of course, she is the niece of our Madam Vice President, Kamala Harris, who of course is the United States' first female vice president, first African-American and first Asian-American vice president, and the highest ranking female official in U.S. history. Thank you very much. Mina is talking all about ambition, what it means in the Harris household, her new book to help encourage ambitious girls and a new generation of ambitious young women. So that's a really great convo. And next up, we're diving back into the love and relationships of it all. And we are talking about some fun, some might say alternative um, or different or more unique lifestyle choices when it comes to sex. So we have a throuple who is coming on the show to talk about polygamy. We're representing both ends of the spectrum of that that conversation topic or subject, if you will. We have a woman who is sharing her real story about her virginity and um, the fact that she is abstaining until she is married. We have a sex therapist breaking down the difference between fetishes and kinks and um, really just answering some more of your questions questions when it comes to sex. Uh, we got a lot, y'all. You know, we stay cooking up some good stuff on Hot Happy Mess. So I will see y'all next week for another episode every Monday. Make sure you subscribe, leave that five-star rating and review. I'm Zuri Hall, and I will see you next week. Bye, guys. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. Every pass, shot, and dribble is immediately consequential. The playoffs are the time for the real. Real stakes, real emotions, real sweat, blood, and tears, real legacies. Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? You already know when and where to find these moments of unscripted, pure entertainment. The NBA Finals continue. Tune in on ABC. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that could become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. Thank you.